This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, this is Olivia Ho, books reporter with The Straits Times. And this is Live Chats, a podcast that features the best chats with the creators and stars of music, film, books, theatre and more. I speak with Man Booker Prize winning author Kiran Desai, who was in town for the Singapore Writers' Festival. She was born in India and has lived in the United States for 30 years. Her second book, The Inheritance of Loss, won the Booker in 2006, making her the youngest female winner of the prize at the time. We talk about how being an immigrant affects her writing and what advice she would give to a young writer starting out. First, I asked her what her new novel, which she has spent the past 12 years working on, is about. I've been working on uh, a novel called The Loneliness of Sonia and Sunny. And it is about global loneliness seen through uh, the comic lens of two modern characters, Sonia and Sunny, and who can never really get together. It's an unresolved romance because all of the lonelinesses of globalization keep coming in between. Um, So it's a way of talking about today's world and the great gap between nations, uh, between class, between race, um, and also the, sort of the particular loneliness of the past vanishing, of being aware of time passing. Next, I asked her how being an immigrant affects her writing. You know, the gain is also the loss, and the loss is the gain. It's given me a particular writing material and it's also I realize that you know I uh, that it's such a common story there and it's a story that's very much in the news now and I don't think it's going to go away by which I mean the story of migration and not belonging and of people moving and I think even the people who don't move and stay in the same place and have stayed in the same place for generations. Someone from the other side of the world, from a very unfamiliar place, is moving right next to them. So we are all experiencing that sense of dislocation. Um, And when I look at this fright you see from the Western world, particularly of migrants and immigration, particularly so much in the States where I live now, I think it's so important for writers to humanize this process, artists to write about it, and for all of us to come up with a new vocabulary to speak about, to speak about what's happening because it's not going to go away no matter the building of walls or fences. You know, and I also think that we are not, the Western world is not uh, seeing its own role in creating this problem that they're so upset about and you can trace the origins of this movement to colonial days in some instances but you can also link it to America the way America does business the United States has really unsettled the Middle East with its war in Iraq and then to refuse entry to people from Afghanistan and the Middle East at its borders it's always unsettles the continent of Latin America. So then to not see your own role in creating the crisis is a problem, I think. And then 
climate change is going to create a lot of migrants too, and it's already happening. And there too, the Western world is culpable um, of creating these conditions of drought and. Um, so you have to see it in larger context, although, and also remember that it's not merely a Western problem. All countries have immigrants, migrants, and refugees. And you know, Pakistan and Turkey are full of refugees, for example. Bangladesh is full of refugees from Myanmar right now. You know, the United States has always had such a strong immigrant story. And it's one Western country that has been created out of waves of immigration. Um, and of course, there's a native population that has been suppressed. But since then, there's been wave after wave. And the literature of that country has been created out of all these immigrant stories. So it's extraordinary to me to see within a few years, that narrative has changed and people are speaking differently. The government has kind of created an entirely new way of speaking about immigration. So it's so important to uh, to create as strong a counter narrative. It's um, it's been startling, and I think a lot of immigrants are feeling very uncomfortable. And it's important for us, who people people like myself who've experienced a much better version of the country, who were welcomed in a very different way. It's important for us to speak up and remember what it was to be an immigrant 30 years ago. I asked whether she plans to remain in America. This new government has unsettled, has unsettled me, but so has India. And India is also a very different country now from the country I grew up in which was a very secular version of India. It also had a very different story and a very different narrative about itself. Um, and that too has been changing over the years. It's become much more a Hindu country. It's been remaking itself as a the government in power now, I think presents a sort of presents India as sort of a Hindu nation. I think minorities are very scared in India. So it's also difficult for me to look to India. So it's a, it's a time where I think many of us are feeling more unsettled than we were 20 years ago. I don't know, therefore, I mean, to answer your question simply, I'm not sure where I'll be, but I still do feel comfortable in New York, which is a city like an airport, in fact, like people coming and going, the doors always open for newcomers and for people to leave and for people to uh, return. So I am lucky for, for New York. Finally, I asked her what advice she would give to a writer starting out. Be so stubborn and so disciplined. And I think it's very important to work every single day and to create that habit of writing so your life is not different from writing. writing your writing and your life become the same thing. So you don't, after a while of practicing in this way, you don't have to fight to get down to work every morning and to learn to stand up for your work. Even as a young writer, there will be a lot of people who will criticize and you have to, of course, take criticism that makes sense to you. But you know that kind of criticism because you say, oh, you're right, my work needs that. There's a problem here. Um, but not to take criticism that will tear your work down. 
That was author Kiran Desai at the Singapore Writers Festival. This has been Live Chats with Olivia Ho. Thank you, and catch you next time. That was an SBH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.